Pagalavalahiatu. Welcome to Pacifica Wire. In this episode, we talk to Ioane Alekefa'avai. Ioane talks about returning to the education sector, serving as a Pacific Learning Advisor at Unitech, and a lecturer teaching Bagaho Niue at the Manukau Institute of Technology in Auckland. He talks about his love of Pacifica languages, creating a space for the next generation of New Zealand-born Nguyen's to learn more about their culture, traditions, and correcting the historical records from the past. He offers his insight into breaking down barriers, encouraging Pacifica people to have a go at learning their language. Um, my name is Ioane Aleke Fawai. I'm currently working at uh, UNITEC, the Institute of Technology, as a um, academic development lecturer or a learning advisor, and also uh, lecturing Vangahoniwe at MIT uh, at present. Um, at the moment, I'm involved in a few projects, um, and mainly around uh, language maintenance or Rangahau Niue and also the culture of uh, Niue here in New Zealand and also uh, back on Niue. So I'm, I'm involved in a, a few projects at the moment. Um, one of those projects that we have uh, recently completed is the, the Kalo uh, Niue that uh, it was filmed and also released on social media. Um, around the dance of Takalo and uh, creating a space, a safe space for uh, new men uh, to come together uh, and share uh, whatever background they come from and um, also different age groups. Um, yeah, that's, that's one of the um, projects that I'm actually working on at the moment. Uh, I'll be co-presenting with the... Um, project uh, coordinator or manager of the Takalo uh, Sam Pelisi at, uh, down at the University of uh, Waikato around uh, the project Takalo. Ioane, you are an artist, you're a poet, you're an actor, you're a broadcaster, educator, you wear so many hats um, and I can hear the, the passion you have for Vangahau Niue. But talk to us um, about your roles in the education space and how does that merge with your love of language? Having gone back to the uh, education sector, uh, I have been able to uh, utilise some of those skills that I have uh, I worked along in the space of Avangho uh, Niue and also uh, its culture. Uh, it's enabled me to share ideas and also uh, bringing bringing to the education sector a different worldview in regards to Angahoniwe hmm. and any Pacific languages. So I get to incorporate it into my um, into the type of work that I'm doing at the moment. You went about, you know, it's a fascinating um, journey that you've been uh, taking part in learning Vangahau Niue. What was the drive behind that? What made you think, oh, you know, I want to learn this language and I want to be proficient and excellent at it? What was that? I believe one one of those things is that as 
as a Tangata Niue living here in, in New Zealand or diaspora. Um, it wasn't really well promoted or being encouraged um, yeah. to use the Mangahau Niue and mm. also to practice the culture here. So that's why I decided on on myself, upon myself, to actually get in there and um, promote, uh, uh, revive, or maintain the Whangahau Niue and its culture here in New Zealand. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, you know, me and my, my situation. Born here in New Zealand, and parents spoke to us in Samoan, and we spoke back in English. And, you know, there are times when I think, ah, oh, should I have done more to learn or motivate myself? But you took that upon yourself, didn't you? Yes, yeah, yes, I did. Um, although I wasn't really encouraged by my family okay. to to pursue the, the field or uh, um, encourage me to speak the Vangaho Niue and also practice um, some some of the its cultural aspects of the culture. Uh, no, I went out of my way and uh, yeah, I actually uh, went on to uh, study uh, languages or linguistics at the University of Auckland um, as, a, as a passion. And I saw the need for that at the time because there was no role model in, mm. in maintaining Rangahau Niue except for a lot of our elders. But the, the young people at the time, uh, there, were, there wasn't any people that you would look up to and say, hey, it's really cool to uh, learn Rangahau Niue and also um, it, it, its culture. So, so I guess the next question is, you know, for you, why is language so important? Why do we need to know? Well, we we have many reasons why why there is a need for us to um, know our languages, our our Pacifica languages uh, here in New Zealand. Uh, and one of those uh, aspects is um, it's part of your your identity, and. In reality, we may not all uh, be fluent in our languages mm-hmm. or even Rangahau Niue, mm-hmm. but um, having an, an understanding and understanding uh, the the conversations we have in our languages. You, you, you may be not able to have a, a thorough conversation, but you're able to understand uh, cultural protocols around your your culture. So it's important that um, learning and knowing your language plays a major part as a as a Pacific person living here in New Zealand, Aotearoa. And you yourself, Ioana, you've gone from you know educate um, being educated. Now you're an educator in that space of Vangahau Niue. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Um, recently, I, I got a role. Um, as a uh, Vangahau Niue lecturer at the uh, Manukau Institute of Technology. It's the first tertiary institution in New Zealand to have uh, ever offered Vangahau Niue at that level. Right. So it, at, at, at the moment, it's uh, starting off with uh, level three. And also I'm, a, I'm developing level four to be taught next, next year. So it's very exciting to be in that space. It shows that... Um, our community um, really cares about our language, especially the um, first, second, or even third generation born Niue, mm. uh, Niue uh, New Zealand born uh, 
tangata niwe who are being encouraged to um, learn their vangahau niwe and also um, their culture. So it's exciting to be in that space at the moment. And you you can see that with um, you know the interest, the increase in interest of our of our young people, uh, the New Zealand born, like you said, who really want to embrace the the language. And I guess for someone like me who's old, it's, it's not too late, is it? No, uh, the significant part of this Mangahau um, Nui being taught at, uh, at tertiary level, it's uh, catered to all different um, age groups. And also for those who, uh, who are wanting to know uh, newer culture and newer language. So it's not always too late. Even though you're, you're uh, born here in New Zealand and you're brought up with no Vangahau Niwe or any Pacifica language, it's not always too late. Because you know, you'll be able to acquire some of that knowledge and also the language that's being taught to you. Mm. And you're able to... Um, share it with your families, you're able to have conversations, simple conversations with your family. Um, and also, you might be able to um, pass it on to your uh, grandkids, or even your own children. You, you could be a, a role model for your own community yourself. Um, yeah, and you can even go on to probably um, teach Vangahau in uh, different spaces. So you want to, with this, your love and passion of Vangahau Niwe and Pacifica languages, how does that um, work also with your other role of supporting students, uh, Pacifica students at tertiary level? Uh, are you seeing just how important that it can break down barriers as well when it comes to uh, languages? Yeah, very, very important uh, or very significant. Speaking a, a language or having an understanding in the indigenous language it gives you a perspective or a different worldview and understanding uh, mainly our, our Pacific students when they come on to tertiary um, studies, the way how they think uh, and the way how they do things, very different to other nationalities. So you're able to uh, apply that understanding of yours, which you have gained from mm-hmm. your um, language, right. into the, to the work that you're doing. And for you on your personal journey of, of you know, embracing and learning uh, Vangahau Niwe, can you talk to us about your presentation that's uh, taking place at the University of Waikato? Yes, so uh, that uh, that presentation uh, will, would be part of the uh, Australasian Pacific Studies um, conference. Um, so this conference is, is looking at uh, decolonizing some of the concepts or some of the agendas uh, that's being um, highlighted within our Pacific cultures and so on and so forth. So me and my colleague, uh, Sam Pelisi from AUT University, we will be co-presenting and decolonizing the Kalo as a war dance. Uh, Not very long ago, we uh, actually performed a Takalo at Ihumato uh, with a group of uh, new men mm. from all walks of life, different age group. Um, it, it's a space where it's been created so you can feel safe and share um, your ideas or even, you know, sharing uh, your personal experiences as, as a new men growing up here in New Zealand. So which, well, what the, the presentation is to uh, decolonize this imagery 
that uh, Captain Cook, when he landed in Niue in 1774, and uh, named the island Savage Island. So we were trying to decolonize that imagery of being uh, savages. And unfortunately, that sticks, doesn't it? And and you need these kind of educational tools to help uh, educate, should I say, the next generation and also the rest of the world. Yes, uh, again, very important um, because we need to tell the, tell our stories and tell it the way how we um, view it from a Indigenous person or a Pacific person living in the diaspora. We need to decolonize these types of thoughts that were being imposed and being written by um, Europeans um, in, in uh, history books. So we need to decolonize some of those things that um, we, we, we Pacific people have grown up with. That the name, for example, the name uh, Cap, uh, Savage Island, that he named Niue in association to um, how the local warriors, when he tried to land, that they um, performed a takalo or war dance, but Captain Cook um, uh, thought that um, the Niue warriors were savages because... Uh, what they wore and how they were dressed at the time uh, was the juice of the hula hula banana mm-hmm. juice. They painted their teeth red and their bodies were um, smeared with uh, black charcoal. And they they performed the war dance. Um, and C- Captain Cook thought that, um, yeah, they were cannibals. So the name Savage, Savage Island stuck right through in literature. Then that's how it's being told. Uh, through history, but it's time now that we need to decolonize some of those stories that uh, early Europeans that came into the Pacific and the perception that they had on our people. For you, Ioane, what is, you know, you've talked about the passion you have for for learning the language, uh, breaking down those, um, the stereotypes in terms of storytelling and the history of of New Air. What drives you? in this field? What, what is it that makes you think, this is what I want to be part of? Um, it's changing, changing the way how we think. Right. Um, a population, um, as, as Tangata Niue, or Niue people living off the island, there are actually more people who are living off Niue, uh, 30,000 who are residing here in New Zealand, and only 1,700 living back on UN, and the other 5,000 is living in, in Australia. And I think we're in the right time, right space, uh, where we can drive some of these um, these tasks um, to help promote survival of uh, Vangaho Niue. So it becomes a unique element of our people. That's why there, there is a greater need, and there's a lack of resources and the lack of people who are in the space as well to create these projects for our own people because there is a there, there is a need at the moment. Um, as we look back to in time, mm-hmm. about 20 to 25 years ago, we weren't really encouraged to speak our, our languages. Yes. But and nowadays, um, when you go out to look for a job, 
uh, as part of the criteria, you need to have an understanding of a culture or a Pacifica language. So it's important. Uh, it, to me, it has a economic value. So we're in the right space for that at the moment to create um, create resources for our people. Um, whether that could be in a digital platform mm. or social media, yeah, it's time for it. And it's interesting you talk about um, the use of technology and social media during this pandemic. You would have had to get really creative about how to teach uh, and support your students and uh, come up with uh, ways to teach Bangahonui online. How was that? Um, yeah, it, it, um, it, it provided an opportunity to think creatively how how am I as a lecturer going to really engage the students in class? So you have to develop um, new ways of um, teaching your students um, and not the face-to-face -face that we normally have. So you've got to come mm -hmm. up with activities which um, you can grasp their, their attention and even though they're in their own homes, but we need to, um, yeah, capture their minds at that very moment. It's creating new resources that we haven't had explored before in the normal type of teaching that we have in, in class, but now is creating a lot of the resources that I do is online. Uh, for example, mm -hmm. using Kahoot and different types of games to engage the learner when you're teaching Vangahonue. What feedback do you get from your students who are wanting to know more about their cultural background, wanting to learn about language, what do they say to you? Um, many, many of them have uh, different um, uh, reasons. A lot of them is that um, they have their identity or being lost in, in diaspora or living here in uh, New Zealand, Aotearoa. Right. So for them, a lot of them is about um, re-engaging or forming relationships, uh, forming relationships within their families, or within their communities or village settings. Hence, they why why they want to learn the Whangahauni way, so they can engage. I think that's the most important part that they would uh, share with me as they're wanting to engage with their community. So this is their way of of doing that: is coming into class acquiring the, the knowledge and understanding of the Whangahauniwe and the culture so they are able to be part of a, um, of a community and um, also having to understand um, some of the things that, that, or events that, um, that happens or takes place within the Niue community. So in saying that, um, I guess with the celebration of language weeks here in Aotearoa, that's still very much needed? Do we need to increase that, you think? Does it need to be more than just a week, or is it always ongoing? Yeah, uh, to me, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, a week is not enough, and, and one of those uh, language weeks is Salea uh, Fapatonga, or the Tongan language. Uh, they, they made it as a yearly thing. In that sense, it's like mm. uh, every day, every day, daily, daily use, it's not enough just waiting for the Vangahau Niue Language Week or Te Reo Kukiarani to come around and then 
you jump up for that very short of period of time just to express and embrace your culture and language. We need to actually maintain it, um, live it and use it on a daily basis, wherever you are, maybe in your workplace or wherever you go. Even saying little or simple phrases or greeting different people that, that you meet on your on your daily lives. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's on a, a language week, it's not enough. We need to do it on a daily basis or uh, like Tonga. Mm-hmm. They made it a, a yearly, yearly thing. So our people can be proactive and not just uh, jump up when the language week is near and then uh, all of a sudden we're dormant and, and uh, um, after the language week. And I must admit, I'm guilty of that, um, especially when it's, you know, Samoan language week comes around. I'll go online and, you know, I'll like to practice the phrases and then as soon as that's over, it's like back to <laughs> back to normal or whatever <laughs> a normal may be. But what would you say to someone like, you know, someone like me is, you know, not proficient in a Pacifica language but wanting to learn but also quite hesitant because it can be tough when you're trying to speak the language and somebody will say to you, ah, you're not pronouncing that right, don't even try, don't bother. What do you say to that? Um, I always encourage my students to be to be positive and uh, ignore uh, the type of uh, deficit thinking or being negative uh, feedback that, mm. um, that people would um, tell them about the way how they pronounce words or the way how they act or do things which are maybe not right to other people. But the best way to do that is just to ignore and carry on and do your part. You know, there, there's no, no wrong or right way of doing things because a lot of things at times evolve. Culture evolves and also language. Mm. So that's my uh, encouragement to um, a lot of the, the learners who are wanting to learn the language and practice their cultures is to keep doing what you're doing. Um, and that way, um, good things will come ahead of you. You know, things take take time so just like learning something new a language and um, cultural practices and avoid being uh, sucked into negative feedbacks that um, you receive from the other end from other people who think they are the authority of the language or the culture Uh, um, yeah gone are the days when you have to listen to all of that uh, deficit type of thinking or should I say rubbish from other people, um, take ownership of the space and, um, yeah, embrace your culture and language. Nobody can take that away from you. However, you're going to um, display or demonstrate that. At the end of the day, it's what is best for you. And on that note, I want to thank you for your time this morning, sharing with us a glimpse into your passion for Whangahal New Wear, for education, and we wish you all the very best. Look forward to talking to you again, and I'll leave you with the last word in Whangahal New Wear. <laughs> 
ako moe whakalaulahi e tau lato matala e hadotulu a tau atu hau tupuhake mo atu hoki e hadotulu a tau mamatua tupuna moe tau purotu tau lato matala moe he motu ke asihake hadotulu a kautu ke he tau puhala ke he kehe moe tau whahinga hua ke he kehe moe turo ke he mga honei kua kua ki matu That was Ioane Aleke Fa'abai. Thanks for listening. Visit our website at www.pacificawire.com. We welcome you to like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Fa'afitai, ma'ena nawea.